Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever you are listening to me. I am Dr. Mark McCullough. I am reading through the entirety of Dante's Inferno. Uh, today I'll be reading Canto 28, um, and the translation I will be reading from is Mark Muse's great translation. After I read the canto, I will offer uh, some of my insights into, into this canto. Who could even in the simplest kind of prose describe in full the scene of blood and wounds that I saw now, no matter how he tried? Certainly, any tongue would have to fail. Man's memory and man's vocabulary are not enough to comprehend such pain. If one could bring together all the wounded who once upon the fateful soil of Puglia grieved for their life's blood spilt by the Romans, and spilled again in the long years of the war that ended in great spoils of golden rings, as Livy's history tells that does not err, and pile them with the ones who felt the blows when they stood up against great Robert Guiscard, and with those others whose bones are still in heaps, at Soprano, there were ever Pudlian turned traitor, and add those from the Tagliocozo, where old Alardo conquered, weaponless, if all these maimed with limbs lopped off or pierced were brought together, the scene would be nothing to compare with the foul knight's Bologia's bloody sight. No wine cask with its starve and can't with its stave or can't bar sprung was ever split the way I saw somebody ripped open from where his chin to where we fart. Between his legs his guts spilled out with the heart and other vital parts, and the dirty sack that turns to shit whatever the mouth gulps down. While I stood staring into his misery, he looked at me, and with both hands he opened his chest and said, See how I tear myself! See how Mohammed is deformed and torn! In front of me, and weeping, Ali walks, his face cleft from his chin up to his crown. The souls ye, that you see passing in this ditch were all sowers of scandal and schism in life, and so in death you see them torn asunder. A devil stands back there who trims us all in this cruel way, and each one of this mob receives anew the blade of the devil's sword, each time we make one round of this sad road, because the wounds have all healed up again by the time each one presents himself once more. But who are you there, gawking from the bridge and trying to put off, perhaps, Fulfillment of the sentence passed on you when you confessed? Death does not have him yet. He is not here to suffer for his guilt, my master answered, but that he may have full experience. I, who am dead, must lead him through this hell from round to round, down to the very bottom, and this is as true as my presence speaking here. More than a hundred in that ditch stopped short to look at me when they had heard his words, forgetting in their stupor what they suffered. And you, who will perhaps, who will behold the sun perhaps quite soon, tell Frau Dulcino that unless he wants to follow me here quick, he'd better stock up on food, or else the binding snows will give the Norvis their victory, a conquest not won easily otherwise. With the heel of one foot raised to take a step, Mohammed said these words to me, and then stretched out and down his foot and moved away. Another, with his throat slit, and his nose cut off as far as where the eyebrows start, and he only had a single ear to show, who had stopped 
like all the rest to stare in wonder, stepped out from the group and opened up his throat, which ran with red from all sides of his wound, and spoke, All you whom guilt does not condemn, whom I have seen in Italy up there, unless I am deceived by similarity, recall to mind Pierre de Machina. De Machina, should you return to see the gentle plain declining from Bruchelle to Marcobo, and inform the two best citizens of Frano, tell Messer Guido and tell Angelonio, Angiolio that if, his, if our foresight here is no deception, from their ship they shall be hurled bound in a sack to drown in the water, the victims of a tyrant's treachery. Between the isles of Cyprus and Malacora, so great a crime Neptune never witnessed among the deeds of pirates or the Argives. The traitor who sees only with one eye and rules the land that some one with me here wishes he never fed his eyes upon will have them come to join him in a parley. Then see to it they do not waste their breath or on vows or prayers to escape for Kara's wind. And I to him, if you want me to bring back to those on earth your message, who is the one sated with a bitter sight? Show me to them. Show me. Show him to me. At once he grabbed the jaws of a companion standing nearby and squeezed his mouth half open, announcing, Here he is, and he's mute. This man in exile drowned all Caesar's doubts and helped him cast the die when he insisted, A man prepared who hesitates is lost. How helpless and bewildered he appears. His tongue hacked off as far down as the, as the throat, this curio, once so bold and quick to speak. And one who had both arms but had no hands raised the gory stumps in the filthy air so that the blood dripped down and smeared his face, cried, You no doubt also remember Mosca, who said, alas, what's done is over with, and sowed the seed of discord for the Tuscans. And of death for all your clan, I quickly added. And he, this fresh wound added to his wound, turned and went off like one gone mad from pain. But I remained to watch the multitude and saw a thing that I would be afraid to tell about without more evidence were I not reassured by my own conscience, that good companion in heartening a man beneath the breastplate of his purity. I saw it, I'm sure, and I seem to see it still, a body with no head that moved along, moving no differently from all the rest. He held his severed head up by its hair, swinging it in one hand like a lantern, and as he looked at us, it said, Alas! Of his own self he made himself a light, and the, they were two and one and one and two. How could this be? He who ordained it knows, and when he had arrived below our bridge, he raised the arm that held the head up high to let it speak to us at closer range. It spoke. Now see the monstrous punishment you there still breathing, looking at the dead. See if you find suffering to equal mine. And that you may report on me up there. Know that I am Bentrand de Bourne, the one who evilly encouraged the young king. Father and son I set against each other. Achitophel, with his wicked investigations, did not, with his wicked instigations, did not do more with Absalom and David. Because I cut the bounds of those so joined, I bear my head cut off from its life source, which is back there, alas, within its trunk. In me, you see the perfect contrapasso. We start here at the ending uh, with this uh, term contrapasso. 
what does the word mean? Um, it is a matter of uh, some debate about uh, the meaning of contrapasso. It's really that uh, in, in, in this Italian use of, in, in this use of the, the term in Italian that Ventrin de Born just sort of uh, blurts out here in the conclusion, or it, uh, is the punishment um, that corresponds directly to the sin. Um, in Dante, uh, it's this uh, vision or visual of the punishment uh, that uh, corresponds directly to the sin, either by analogy or by contrast. Um, he himself has participated in schism, in separation, which is uh, a chief metaphor throughout uh, the remainders of these canti. And um, he has now been separated himself, uh, head from body. Um, it's, uh, it's also, uh, he claims, uh, Ventrin de Born here, that it is a kind of a punishment, right, a retaliation. Um, and this contrapasso, you know, we think of an eye for an eye. Um, that is to say that the punishment fits the crime. So it's kind of, we've got this philosophical theological case of retaliation and sort of a juridical and moral principle as well. Um, throughout the entire d Divine Comedy uh, in the Inferno, we see how the, uh, pun how the damned are punished uh, in, in ways that are unique and imaginative. And often their punishments correspond to their sin. Now, there have been ones that, that have been curious, uh, like the sodomites who, who were running around and, uh, in, in, you know, touched by fire and can never rest. And um, I think figuring out the contrapasso there is sort of guesswork. Um, uh, but here, uh, it's, pre it's pretty clear, and it's Benjamin uh, uh, de Born in, in, in some sense, almost breaks, a, breaks the fourth wall here uh, by presenting his head in such a way. I'm always surprised at how surprised Dante is by um, by a man whose head has been separated from his body. I mean, he's been through the entire of hell. You'd think that uh, by this point he'd be, uh, it would almost be ho-hum, but somehow this really affects him. Um, and he even builds up to the description uh, in, in, in this canto by saying, oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta give, I gotta give uh, words to this experience that I did have. Uh, if I didn't, I would be cheating you of my vision of hell. Um, and he talks about that. But this contrapasso, as I said, is a, it has been a matter of, of, of controversy only insofar as that, you know, Dante uh, sort of affects this um, a representation of the sin in, in unequal ma ma matters throughout the entire inferno. Um, should we really trust de Born here um, when he says that it's a, a pure retaliation. Remember, this, uh, his, mess, his uh, 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 allusions to uh, Achitophel um, and David and David's son and so forth um, is itself a kind of rebellion, right? And the idea of this evil counsel, um, that Deborn himself was an ev evil counselor, uh, and that we see in him the perfect way of vengeance, and that is to say, God's vengeance. So it's sort of a presentation of the God of the Old Testament, right? An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Um, and so, uh, do we believe Benjamin de Born uh, in his uh, accusation uh, towards God that this is indeed um, uh, the moral principle that God uh, applies to to himself? Perhaps this is uh, his own illusion of, of the damned who proclaim themselves victims of a vengeful God. I love thinking about that. I mean, it's, it's, 
you know, the, the damned, uh, of course, recognize, well, some of them recognize their position, and yet they continue their victimization really into eternity. Um, it's a one resounding echo. I am still uh, a victim. Uh, we're going to see uh, that victimhood uh, exemplified uh, almost uh, perfectly in Ugolino in Cantos uh, 32 and 33. There's something to look forward to in a future uh, recording. But for now, we look at the uh, we look at the kind of this description here in Canto 28 of martial epic, senseless slaughter. It's kind of a slaughterhouse uh, uh, of of limbs and bodies and wounds. Uh, sowers of discord, schism, uh, and uh, and Dante is uh, littering uh, here uh, the, the 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 war, uh, the the battlefield, the war, uh, the floor of hell with um, with with chopped up and severed limbs. It's about as disgusting uh, and you know blatantly violent as anything else in Dante uh, receives. And part of the horrifying nature of uh, these sites, right, is that um, it is repeated again and again. So by the time the, the damned make their round, their wounds have sort of healed just enough for them to be yet wounded again. So victims who are constantly wounded, and in this, uh, in, and in this uh, place, wounded in part because of their own uh, uh, discord and rebellion of, of whom uh, Bertrand de Bourne is, uh, is a perfect exemplar. Now, de Bourne was a poet, and Dante knew uh, de Bourne's uh, poetry quite well. And de Bourne was a, a, a poet who focused on martial poetry, and especially on uh, the miseries of war. And there's a famous poem uh, by Bentrin that Dante would have most certainly been familiar with, in which he uh, laments the death of a young Henry. Um, and in that, uh, in that, in that lament, in that the, in the first stanza to that famous poem, uh, is the uh, imagery that Dante may have borrowed uh, in 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 for this for this canto. It's interesting. Um, the full experience that Virgil ex explains that Dante must pass through often passes through the experience of poets, and uh, we'll see this. Um, well, we, I say we will see this, but. If you continue on in the purgatory, you will see this again and again with the poets. Um, poetry, poets are littering uh, the purgatory, and it's almost as if full experience for Dante means poetry. It means the 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 experiencing of uh, of an event, and then the working through of that event through uh, through use of of language that presents uh, something like um, a story or a sonnet. And so Ventrin uh, de Bourne here is uh, in hell, uh, a martial poet, uh, and that Dante's own experience of him and his severed head um, is, it becomes part of Dante's poem. So poetry, poets uh, for Dante, uh, that is a full experience. And Virgil may not have met such a thing uh, by full experience. What, what I think Dante, I'm sorry, what Virgil means by giving uh, Dante a full experience is that kind of experience where uh, he will not be um, deceived um, by experience is just as deceiving as anything. Um, you know, one experience can happen to two people and 
those each person reacts very differently, gets a very different lesson uh, from the experience. It's not um, there's no causal direct causal link between experience and lesson. So Virgil is sort of this teacher who's bringing uh, Dante on a field trip, and he wants to make sure he gets the full experience. That is to say, uh, everything all at once. Uh, and so, uh, and then from that, he can learn how to correct and eventually perfect his will. If you go back, you can look at a few other translations. Uh, Musa, of course, has may have full experience. Mandelbaum has something very similar. Hollander has um, to give him greater knowledge. And it's interesting that the word knowledge here is, is um, given instead of experience. I like experience better. Dorothy Sayers, uh, great translator of Dante, uh, gives, this, um, gives this line, to gain full experience of the way he comes. To gain full experience of the way he comes. This is actually uh, line 48, by the way. Uh, the Italian here is Esperienza Piana. For, that's Italian for... I would imagine full experience. I clearly don't know Italian. Uh, not maybe it's not clear, but I but I certainly my my fubbing of Italian names uh, should prove to any listener that that is the case. Um, but here we have so we have experience and knowledge, uh, and sort of the way full experience of the way. I like Sayers is it's more Christian. Uh, it's uh, it's almost contemplative the way. Uh, Hollander more intellectual perhaps to gain greater knowledge. And Musa uh, sticks with uh, experience. So you can see through all these different translations that this, these, this, this, these Italian is translated differently. It gives a different attitude about why Dante is actually uh, traveling through. So I don't really have much more to say uh, about this canto. Um, it certainly uh, is, in, uh, is an, an important one in that uh, Bentran de Bourne's uh, presence is made. This is focused on through many readings um, of, of, of the poem. But again, it continues what we saw uh, beforehand, uh, especially as it relates to schism and division and false counseling and deception and treachery. And it will lead us uh, into more of the same, more intensity until we finally end up at Satan. So I hope you'll join me uh, for uh, the next uh, canto reading and discussion. Uh, I will be folding a few uh, cantos together. Uh, I will uh, in in the next recordings um, for the sake of I think um, just uh, focus. Um, uh, Dante, uh, as as we've seen, is no respecter uh, of 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 boundaries uh, in the cantos. So I will be folding together um, a few cantos together. Let me see where's my. Uh, so the next uh, recording will be twenty nine and thirty. Uh, together, okay, and then uh, further down the road, they'll, I will fold together thirty canto, thirty-two and thirty-three together. So, um, just a few more cantos left to go. We're almost there. Um, hope you'll join me in the future. <laughs>